Welcome back to Deconstructing Crypto, a podcast with me, Todd Fishman, and my colleague, Gene Angolia. This is now our eighth episode. Gene, with all the developments in the past month, we have a lot of ground to cover today. Do you feel up to it? I'm feeling up to it, Todd. Let's jump right in. As our listeners will know, on November 2nd, 2023, a federal jury found FTX founder Sam Bankman-Fried guilty of seven counts of fraud and conspiracy tied to the collapse of digital asset exchange FTX and trading firm Alameda Research. He reportedly faces a maximum sentence of 110 years. Other keystones of the digital asset ecosystem remain under pressure from U.S. authorities. Let's start with Binance. The chief executive officer of Binance, the largest global cryptocurrency exchange, has stepped down and pleaded guilty to violating U.S. anti-money laundering requirements under the Bank Secrecy Act. The Binance CEO agreed to the recommendation that the court impose an individual fine of $50 million to be credited against an amount to be paid in a parallel CFTC action. Under the U.S. sentencing guidelines, the maximum prison sentence the Binance CEO faces is 18 months and a minimum of 10 to 12 months. In addition, Binance agreed to plead guilty in the various criminal charges, including under the Bank Secrecy Act and for operating an unlawful money transmitting business. Binance will agree to pay fines totaling $4.3 billion, which includes amounts to settle charges filed by civil regulators, including the CFTC, OFAC, and FinCEN. According to the charging instruments, Binance encouraged U.S. users to obscure their location so the firm could avoid complying with U.S. anti-money laundering laws. Notably, though Binance did receive partial credit for cooperation, U.S. prosecutors stated in the written sentencing memorandums the following. Binance did not receive full credit for its cooperation because it delayed producing relevant evidence, including recorded meetings in which Binance executives discussed U.S. legal requirements. Accordingly, the total criminal penalty reflects a 20% reduction off the bottom of applicable U.S. sentencing guidelines fine range. Interestingly, and those circumstances may change, the resolution against Binance and its CEO does not appear to resolve the SEC enforcement action filed in June of this year, which charged the platform with operating an unregistered trading platform. Now let's turn to Tether. Tether, the most liquid cryptocurrency Stablecoin reportedly remains under investigation by U.S. authorities for bank fraud. In addition, on November 20th, 2023, the SEC initiated a civil enforcement action against Payward with operating the Kraken crypto trading platform as an unregistered securities exchange, broker-dealer, and clearing agency. According to the SEC's complaint, since at least 2018, Kraken has made hundreds of millions of dollars unlawfully facilitating the buying and selling of crypto asset securities by, among other things, the intertwining of traditional services of an exchange, broker, dealer, and clearing agency without having registered any of those functions with the commission. The SEC's complaint notably alleges that according to the company's independent auditor, the lack of internal controls created a, quote, 
significant risk that Kraken commingled up to $33 billion in customer cash and digital assets with its own corporate assets. Beyond those matters, the federal SEC cases in Ripple and Terraform are on track for trial. The district courts in those cases reached divergent decisions on whether tokens are securities, and the judge in Ripple, notwithstanding the difference in judicial opinion, denied the SEC's motion for an interlocutory appeal on this important and likely recurring issue. In the meantime, without the benefit of Court of Appeals guidance, the U.S. trial courts will continue to wrestle with these complex issues. Notwithstanding all these issues today, Bitcoin is trading at a robust 37,400 as ETF applications continue to rise in light of the Grayscale decision against the SEC ruling its delay in approving the instrument as arbitrary and capricious. Gene, let me turn it over to you. Coming back to the Sam Bankman free trial, in some ways, what was most remarkable about the facts that emerged at the trial was how little they turned on the digital assets aspect and how much the misconduct resembled the kinds of commonplace fraud we've seen in other cases in the traditional finance context. For example, according to testimony, FTX used a random number generator to report out the size of its insurance fund on a daily basis. According to other testimony, FTX maintained backdoor access for Alameda Research, enabling the trading firm to withdraw billions of dollars in customer funds for use in its proprietary trading strategies. According to the testimony of Carolyn Ellison, Sam Bankman-Fried ordered her to sell customers' Bitcoin assets without their approval in order to try to bring down prices. And according to other trial testimony, FTX lacked a risk management team altogether. As of this episode, Sentencing is set for Sam Beckman-Fried for March 28, 2024. Others, like former FTX founder Gary Wong and former Alameda Research CEO Carolyn Ellison, who pleaded guilty to fraud in December 2022 and cooperated with federal authorities in their investigation of FTX and that trial, and FTX's top engineer Nishad Singh, who pleaded guilty in February 2023, will be sentenced later. Those cooperating witnesses won't be sentenced until after Sam Bankman-Fried has received his sentence. And while cooperating witnesses in white-collar cases rarely receive sentences of imprisonment, in this case, there's a real risk for the cooperators that they become the exception that proves the rule, particularly for those whose actions may have contributed to the loss of customer funds. The severity of the sentence that Sam Bankman-Fried received from Judge Kaplan will provide a hint as to just how serious Judge Kaplan views the crimes. It seems that there's little doubt he will view the conduct as serious, but does he think it's as serious as the Enron or WorldCom scandals? For reference, Enron CEO Jeffrey Skilling was given a sentence of more than 24 years in prison. WorldCom CEO Bernie Evers received 25 years. Or does he view the misconduct more on the scale of the Bernie Madoff scam? Bernie Madoff received a sentence of 150 years in prison. If the judge views the misconduct at that level of seriousness, then the cooperating witnesses face a real chance of being sentenced to terms of imprisonment. One past example, the former CFO of WorldCom, 
who testified for the government against Bernie Ebers received a five-year sentence of imprisonment. That's it from Todd Fishman and Gene Angolia for this episode of Deconstructing Crypto. Thank you.